Welcome. Becoming an excellent intuitive life coach and building a profitable coaching business does not have to be overwhelming or difficult. It's all about mastering the key pillars in both coaching and business building. Welcome to the Healthy Wealthy Intuitive Life Coach podcast, dedicated to helping you become an excellent intuitive life coach and build a profitable coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Gailey, and I've been an intuitive life coach and running my multiple six-figure coaching business for several years now. And there was a time in my life not that long ago when I couldn't even imagine making six figures or more in my business. And I'm here to tell you it's possible. Together, you and I are going to go down this path, and I'm going to teach you how to become an excellent coach, make offers, provide transformational coaching, attract real clients, and make real money as a coach. We're living in a time right now where the coaches, the healers, the helpers, and light workers are needed more than ever. So it's time to put our stakes in the ground. It's time to put ourselves out there and create the impact we were born to make and also create the income that you desire to make for yourself and your family. So let's do this. Hello there. I hope you're doing really, really well today. On this episode, we are talking about the things you can control and the things you can't control. And what I have found in my life and in my business that when my anxiety flares up or I start to get emotional or frustrated or feel guilty, one of those lower vibing emotions, I find myself in trying to control something that I'm not able to control. And, and it's, I'm unconscious to it. So I, in today's episode is all, it's always about me learning about myself and learning about my students and helping ourselves in the best ways possible. So today's all about listing out the controllables and the uncontrollables. And my plan for you, or if you choose to accept it is when you find yourself in lower emotions or those the quote unquote negative emotions that you look at the situation that you believe is causing it and say, is this a controllable or uncontrollable? Again, what I have found is when I catch myself and I'm awake enough to do this, I almost always find myself trying to control an uncontrollable. And it's that that's causing me the suffering. Okay. And uh, so with that in mind, let's get started. Do me a favor, get a piece of paper, a pen. Honestly, get a huge piece of paper. On my list of controllables and uncontrollables, I have a huge um, board with all these things and I keep it up. Let's see, are we gonna start with the controllables or uncontrollables? Let's Let's start with the out of control. Things that we don't really have control over even though we wish we should, or we, we wish we could. Okay, write these things down. Try this method. When you feel yourself get guilt, feel guilty, shamed, frustrated, any of that, I bet it's connected to a con- uncontrollable that you wish you could control. Okay, and and I guess I'll say it right now. It's one thing to recognize that 
It's another thing to change your action to change the feelings. So when I catch myself in the lower um, negative emotions and it's slowing me down or it's affecting the quality of my life, and then my next step is that I've figured out that I'm trying to control an uncontrollable, that doesn't normally just change it for me. It helps a little bit, but my next step is what really changes it. And what I do after I wake up to the fact that I'm trying to control an uncontrollable, then I switch and I look at my list of controllables and I pick one thing on my controllable list that I could do. And that brings me back to a feeling of being in control. And that brings on some uh, more positive feelings. So I can, and the whole idea of this is we continue to let go of the things we can't control, focus on the things we can control. Okay? Doesn't mean we're still not going to be sad. Doesn't mean we're still not going to be frustrated and angry sometimes. But we won't be in the suffering of being unconscious of trying to control things that we actually can't control. Okay, with that in mind, here we go. Add to this list. Even if you can comment here, like, do whatever you want to do and add to this list. If we all had this list and stay conscious of it, it would be amazing. Okay, we're going to start with our out of controls. These are the things that are out of our control that as we continue to let them go, it increases the quality of our lives. Number one. What people think of you. What people think of you. Write that down. I know we know this to be true, but so much of our behavior is driven by this. By wanting people to like us, accept us, not reject us. What people think of you. It's out of our control. People's opinions of us belong to them. People's opinions of us belong to them. Is there anything else I want to say about this? Oh, um, there's a lot of growth for all of us in this one idea that I'm bringing up today of what people will think of you. There, I'll give you my best story. Okay, when I, when I moved online, my intuitive life coaching business online, I went from building my business brick and mortar, um, my coaching services, and then I moved online. When I moved online, I started a Facebook group called the Empaths and Sensitives. But that Facebook group actually had already been formed by a little by a small class I had in person. I think it was called Psychic and Intuitive Development, and we had about I think eighteen women in that group. Then the, we, you know, I ran that course uh, at a yoga studio. They asked me to start a Facebook group. I didn't, even heard, I didn't even know how to start a Facebook group or even be a part of Facebook. But I learned how to do it. Started the Psychic and Intuitive Development Facebook group. And it was just for those 18 women who had signed up for my program. We did the six weeks together or the four weeks. I forget how long the program was. And then we weren't really in the group anymore. And months or maybe even, I don't know how much time had passed where the group was dead but still um, not archived. And I moved online and I decided to start a free Facebook group called the Empaths and Sensitives. Now, I didn't know back then it was easy to start another group. So I asked the women in those 18 women, I said, hey, I'd like to change the name of this called the um, Empaths and Sensitives Facebook group. Are you guys cool with that? And if you're, you know, I just asked. 
um, either people didn't answer because they really weren't participating anymore or they said, yeah, no problem. Like nobody cared. So I changed the group to the Empaths and Senses Facebook group. I started to invite more people in and I let those 18 women know. I said, I'm going to open this up to the public. And if people were either cool with it or never said anything because they weren't a part of it anymore. So then people started to come in the Empaths and Senses Facebook group. Great. We're letting new members in. We're welcoming them. I'm, you know, we're getting to know each other. Then I go to the yoga studio one day where I still had my um my office and I was still seeing clients. And someone came up to me um, when I was walking into the office and she said, what you've done to that Facebook group is a disgrace. And it, her words, like were a punch in the gut. And it just shook me. It hurt so badly. And I kept a smile on, but I thought I was going to get sick. And I just listened to whatever she was saying. She was clearly not happy with me, what I had done with the group. And I, I said to her, I said, thanks for letting me know. I'm sorry you're upset. And I said, I need to go out to my car to get something. And I actually needed to go out to my car to sit in my car and cry because it shook me so much. On my way to my car, another woman yells my name, Michelle, Michelle. And I'm like about to burst into tears and she's in the parking lot, but she waves at me and she yells, hey, I just wanted to say to you what you're doing with that Facebook group. You are an angel sent to earth. Thank you. And then I went into my car and I thought, how in the hell can I do one thing and one person says it's a disgrace, and another person says, I'm an angel walk, walking on the earth. And it, it broke it for me. Not totally, but I remember thinking, screw it. No matter what I do, someone's going to hate me, and someone's going to love me. And someone else is not even going to notice me. I don't know. I don't know all the, thing, the reactions people can have to what I'm doing. If we limit our dreams and desires through the filter of what other people are going to think of us, it's going to lead to an unfulfilled life. Okay? So we have to let go of what other people think of us. It's not our job. Let people like you, hate you, love you. It's okay. It's their journey. You're just a beacon of light, you know, and they're reacting to it. Okay. So a lot of these are going to be about what other people say and think of us. Um, so another one uh, we, we can't control is how others perceive us. So just go back to the story I just told. What people think of us, if they like us, hate us, love us, how they perceive us. We can't do anything about that. When you start going out into the world and telling people who you are and what you're doing and how you're charging for your services... Many people are going to say no to that. They're going to poo-poo that. Let it go. Let it be okay. Some people are going to say yes to it and cheer you on and say yes to your coaching and pay you for it. Focus on them. Those are your ideal clients or closer to your ideal clients. Okay? Um, again, it's the biggest thing I see everywhere from my kids to my mom, 80-year-old mom. Like, we care so much about what others think of us and we 
morph ourselves and our behaviors and even the way we think to please others. It's, it's not good. Okay, um, here's something else that's out of our control. The, the results of the effort you put into something. I'll give you an example. Not too long ago, I joined a program to build muscle. Okay, and I'm like, paid the money, committed the money, the time, and the physical effort to lifting weights, doing circuit training, all that kind of stuff for five weeks. After the five, and I know I need to go longer, don't get me wrong, I switched to um, lifting heavier uh, weights, but for this first five weeks, I wanted to see, I was planning on certain results. I wanted to gain muscle, I wanted to feel um, like tighter, you know, less mushiness, and I wanted to see if I could like increase cardiovascular or like breathing wise. So after the five weeks, I did not get the results that I had wanted. That was out of my control. I mean, I went back and debriefed and thought, okay, how could I have done this better? What could I have let go of? What should I have done more of? Right? For me, it's usually around eating that I don't eat enough protein. Uh, so I probably should have been eating a lot more protein. So anyway, I didn't get the res- I didn't get the results that I wanted, but that was out of my control. The only thing I could do was put in my effort the best I could. So results are actually out of our control. Okay? And again, I, I don't want uh, I want you to make all the efforts you believe take all the steps you believe you need to take to create the results, but the actual results are out of your control. I'll give you another great example. I teach, I do this and I teach my students how to make offers. So I want you, I, my students learn how to make offers to their programs, to their packages, to their services. So they'll go through all the steps in the effort. They'll go out there, they'll make their offers to people. Some of my students will get all no's from people. And it's it, they really struggle because of the results. But we can't control the results. I've had students who like got fully booked. And I'm like, how in the heck did you do that? Share all your secrets. She was out of control with those results, right? I mean, we want to pick apart, again, what, what made this work and what didn't and go do those things or not do those things. We can... We can create a higher guarantee of better results with, with fixing things and improving. But the actual yeses and nos, the results, we don't, they're out of our control. All we can do is create the effort. Okay, another thing that's out of our control. How much impact you have in the world? And that's back to how people perceive you. We're meant to go out there and share our hearts and do what we're called to do. But how much that impacts someone is just, is out of your control, out of my control. Let that go. We're back to those who poo-poo us, lovingly release them. And those who are like, hey, this really resonates with me. Go help those people. Um, here's another thing I think happens a lot. Tech, ha- tech issues happen with me a lot. So I'm in my 50s. I didn't grow up with the tech that we have today. So I already have some 
limited beliefs around my ability with tech. So when tech ish tech issues happen, I do the best I can to fix them, but it feels out of my control. I do again, I do the best I can to prep. I do the best I can to make sure my tech works, but sometimes things fail. Sometimes my electricity goes out. Sometimes I lose internet service. It feels like a snow day sometimes where I'm just like, it's out of my control and we just have to get okay with it. Uh, those are the things that I have on my list of out of control. Let's talk about the things in your control. This list is way longer and isn't that exciting? <laughs> There's way more things in our control than there are out of, out of our control. Here are the things that I've noticed that I have control over. The meaning we give things, the meaning we give events, the meaning we give people's reactions, the meaning we give it. I'll give you a great example. I had someone who was not happy with me uh, not that long ago. And that was a trigger right there because I've got people pleasing issues. <laughs> but I'm working on myself all the time. And so I first I was reacted. I gave a lot of meaning about why she wasn't happy with me. And when I asked her point blank in the nicest way, like, hey, what are your real issues here? There were two main issues and neither one had anything to do with me. It was like hearsay stuff that wasn't true according to where I was sitting. So I just shared that with her and I thought, wow, I really got myself worked up over that because I gave her being upset with me mean, the wrong meaning. So I just had to go back to the facts. And then what I could control was to just ask her point blank, like, where, where are the complaints? Tell me where the complaints are. Uh, and then found out they had nothing to do with me. And then even, even me making that clear, she still decided to poo-poo me. And, and that's out of my control. I can't, there's other things going on there that just, it, it's not a part of me. And I just have to be okay with that. It's out of my control. Okay, here's something else that's in your control. What you say, what you do, your behavior, your thoughts. We're actually in control of those things. What we eat, what we watch. We're in control of all of that. Isn't that exciting? Who we hang out with. Who we don't hang out with. We're in control of all of that. Let me see what else. Oh, okay. The rest. I'll give you the rest of this. But it's more related to business building uh, because that's the my main focus in my work is is helping people build their coaching businesses and me building my coaching business. Here are the things that are in our control as coaches. What we speak about in our um, content, posting our content, making offers to your prices, to your packages, your programs. Um, offering one-on-one -on -one sessions, offering workshop, off offering your programs, offering your memberships, whatever you're building, offering that to people, having a workshop, even asking yourself, what can I control is in your control. Remembering what you can't control is in your control. Focusing on what you can control and taking action on it is in your control. <laughs> 
debriefing your week or your day or your actions. So if you have a goal in, in life and you're taking steps towards it, you have the ability and you have the control to what I call evaluate or debrief it, to pause every once in a while and say, hey, is this working or not? What do I need to fix? What's working? Do I want to do more of what's working? Like you have control over that. You have that ability. You have the ability to give coaching sessions. You have ability to get paid coaching sessions. You have the ability to give free sessions. You have the ability to charge for your services. You have the ability to raise your prices. You have the ability to tell people you're a coach. Um, you have the ability to take all the actions necessary to create a profitable coaching business. And you are in control of your mindset, your thoughts, your states of being. Um, you, you are in control of your obligations. And I don't want to go too much into that because, you know, it's different for everyone. But like, like to me, I'm obligated to my family. Uh, and I like that. I want that. I want to be there for my husband and my children. So I'm in control of meeting that obligation, whatever that means to me. Uh, I hope that makes sense today. So here's my challenge for you or offer for you. Write that list out. Hopefully you were writing them along uh, as I was going. Tape it somewhere. Check yourself. Maybe every hour set your phone alarm to beep and just measure yourself. Are you feeling in control? Are you feeling out of control? Are you feeling some other feeling like happiness, joy, freedom? And just notice that. Or are you feeling more the negative emotions, frustrated, struggle, pit in the stomach? And really look at your list and decide, did I try to control an uncontrollable? And the answer is probably going to be yes. Okay, I hope this was helpful. It's one of the biggest things I've ever done in my life that has helped me quickly rebound from staying stuck. I just, and it's almost always around other people's thoughts and opinions of me, some form of that. So if it's the case for you, focus on just controlling the things you can control, letting go of the things you can't, and let everyone have their opinions of you, your life, and what you're doing in your life. Okay, I hope this was helpful today. Have a great day. Bye. Recording stopped.